guys welcome back to the gaelic gridiron podcast and joining me this week is the army black knights football head strength and conditioning coach and uh, mr connor hughes connor how are you sir i'm great thanks for having me on fired up um let's start with an easy one tell me how how you sure. got involved in coaching and what you led you to where you are now today Sure. So yeah, I uh, played Division three football uh, up in in America. Obviously, there's there's three divisions. There's one, two, three. There's no Division four. So like D three is the lowest level. Like if you can't play D three football, you can't play anywhere. So that's that's how I kind of get my college career started. Uh, from there, went to the University of Albany. Did a graduate assistantship for two years. Uh, left University of Albany. Went to uh, Iona College and was there as the head strength coach for one year. Uh, left, went back to my, my boss at Albany left. He went and uh, took a job at Texas State. And I went back up at, I think I was 24 at, years old as a head strength coach for football, men's basketball at the University of Albany. Was there for six, seven years. And then um, an opportunity came to, to come be an assistant strength coach at Army. And I took that. And then two years later, uh, my boss left here and I got promoted to this job. I've been here now seven years. And like I tell anybody, if they let me be here at 70, I will be. Like what made you want to specialize as a as a strength and conditioning coach for football? Like what attracted you to that kind of area or that position? I I see a little smile on your face there. I bet you have a good story. Yeah, a decent story. So I I, I love playing football. I love being a part of football teams. I, I love the atmosphere. I loved working out in the weight room. I was one of the worst as far as knowing my assignment and wanting to watch film out of any player. So I, I, it just, I, I didn't, I, I love football, but I wasn't great at, at learning plays, at watching film. And I, I sat there and I said, you want to still be involved in this. What can you do that you're just yelling, screaming, being excited, bringing energy and, and teach people how to weightlift? I mean, it, it was a no brainer for me to be, instead of being a, a football coach, to be, to be a strength coach for football. That's, that's, uh, it, it's, it's worked out pretty, pretty well for me and uh my first start actually uh my uncle ran a strength conditioning camp uh boston college high school in, in boston massachusetts where I'm, I'm from originally and i went to that camp all throughout high school and i kind of fell in love with weight room at that point did it obviously all through college and then uh, it, it's it's some it, it's a part of me at this point and you, you played division three football yourself i mean yes. was was strength and conditioning a, a key part of you know your football life even back then yeah so i i the, the school I went to is Springfield College. It's in Springfield, Massachusetts, and it's it's a very unique place. So the only thing they really put out um, are athletic trainers, uh, gym uh, PE teachers, and, and coaches. I mean, it's 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 a school that's set up just for athletics. Uh, it was started um, by some of the people who started the YMCA. Actually, basketball wasn't invented there, and it, it's it's all about sports. So it's like it, it's almost like a military academy, but but for sports, uh, everybody yeah. there is trying to be a coach or or a PE teacher or an athletic trainer. So it's it's a it's a very unique situation. So we had um, strength coaches all through college, which not a lot of D three schools will have, but they they have a graduate assistant program where they have a head strength coach and multiple graduate assistants there, and, and they take you through a, a strength conditioning program. So you're able to see firsthand the the or firsthand the the importance of strength and conditioning for not only football players but you mean young athletes in general. One hundred percent, absolutely, and it's 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 the amount that it's grown in my about fifteen year career has has been tremendous. Uh, strength and conditioning is is growing by leaps and bounds every day, every year, and uh, 
just the the increase in development and ability in the weight room I've seen from high school football players over as they enter our program since, since the beginning of my career has been tremendous. I mean, guys show up now, they know how to clean, they know how to squat, they know how to lunge, they know how to do all the basic exercises. Now, now we can, we can really get to training almost as soon as they get here. Yeah. And it's not just about, I suppose, you know, getting, getting big and getting mm-hmm. strong. It's also a lot, a lot of it is about injury prevention and endurance. And I mean, for even a, a 12 game regular season, it, it takes its impact on, on your body. So they have to be able to play through, you know, as much as possible, I guess. 100%. And that's, that, that's part of the job is, is trying to keep guys healthy and keep, but it's the majority of that part is, is preparing them for the, the demands of the sport. It's preparing them, preparing them for the demands of practice. But also uh, I work, um, our, our head football coach, coach Munkin here is tremendous at, he wants all the sports science, all the data that we pick up from practice. We, we, chart all of our guys they have gps units throughout on during all practices all games so we know what a game looks like we know what a tuesday practice looks like we know how to schedule the week so we know we we, we track all of our guys wearing gps units at practice in games and, and we know what we, we wear them during during the summer when we're, when we're training getting prepared for for actual camp um when they're doing all their running outside we know what what a tuesday practice is going to look like a wednesday practice and we can adjust our running and our how we prepare our guys throughout the summer to, to meet the demands of practice, to meet the demands of a game. And then we can adjust what we do um, throughout the season. If we spike up on a Tuesday, we know we got to pull back Wednesday. And we're, we're making decisions yeah. daily on, on what our practice is going to look like, how much interaction we're going to do between offense, defense, how much high-speed distance we're going to get during practice just to try to keep guys healthy. So it's, it's, it's preparing them, but it's also, it, it, it's also managing their stress throughout the year. So you're you've been in the position now for a couple of years with yes. with the Black Knights, you know, and obviously that's the football team of a military academy. Mm-hmm. So you're able to kind of see firsthand what sets the, the military football football programs apart from the others. Yes. So what would you say? You know, what are some of the qualities that set you know yourselves, the Black Knights, the the Falcons, uh, the Midshipmen, apart from other apart from other programs? So it, it takes a, a special, unique individual to want to come here. And, and this is the premier leadership institution on the planet. I mean, the, these guys show up and they're, they're high academic. They, they've been a captain of a team. They're super hardworking. Um, and they have a lot of athletic talent. That, and, and they take all those three, three things together. And, and we show up as a strength coach. My job here is it's the best strength conditioning job in the country because we get guys that want to work hard. They know, right. They want to be leaders. And, and we just, we, you, we go out there and have fun and co- coach our butts off every day, but it's, it's what sets us apart is, is our players. I mean, our players are the best 18 to 22 year olds that this country has to offer. And, and, to be able to work with guys like that every single day that care, that want to do well, that want to get better. It, it, it truly is a dream. And, and you, we could be, we, we had a rough stretch here in the middle of the season where we were two and six and you would not be able to tell in the weight room, how our guys were lifting. You would not be able to tell on the practice field. You wouldn't be able to tell in the meetings rooms. They, they were excited. They, they just wanted more. They want to keep working harder, keep getting better. And, and that's, that's the kind of kids, young men we have here that, that really sets this place apart. So it's it's almost as if it, it's a it's already a higher standard than the usual university because it's a military program. So you are literally getting the best of the best into your into your football program. 
Absolutely, absolutely. They're, they're, they're high academic. They're, they're hardworking, and they have a great athletic ability that got them here. So they, we just we try to capitalize on that. So for the first time this season, the Air Force Falcons were were ranked in the AP Top Twenty Five. It's it was hit, I suppose a a historic event, but like that's not something that you would see very often. Is is an academy team ranked? Yes. So like. How how hard do you think it is for the likes of yourselves and the other programs to to compete against other Power Five schools or Power Five teams in general? Uh, it, it it's it's a challenge, and it's it's a week it's a it's a challenge week in week out to to beat anybody, and and truly it's hard to win a Division One college football game. Um, it doesn't matter if you're if you're Penn State, if you're uh, Army, if you're Air Force, or if you're if you're Boise State. Going out there and there is competitive. Hardworking and, and well coached, disciplined teams on the field week in week out. So for us, we we really just have to we have to do our job. We have to follow a plan. We have to make sure we're on and not have any assignment bus. We got to play hard. Try to keep from keep from turning the ball over. It, it's all the same stuff. It's just it, it's hard to win a college football game no matter where you are. So take me through like a typical day for yourself as in your position as the head of strength and conditioning for the football program. What does that look like? Sure. So in season, we'll have I'll I'll get in somewhere around five fifteen. I'll, I'll print up all of our our data for the day, and then personally, I'll go get my, get my workout in at six. We'll have some. We might have one or two guys uh, in the in the gym throughout that that six a.m. who have to make it up because they make up their workout because they have to take a test or just something happened. Um, then we'll have staff meeting. I'll have kind of meetings throughout the day. Our guys will start coming into the building about one p.m. Uh, we'll have a workout somewhere around. Uh, two, uh, and this is in season again with our travel squad. We'll go to team meeting. We'll go to a few other meetings, and then we'll have a non-travel squad lift. Go out to practice. We'll go out to practice and warm the guys up and and get them ready for practice. And then practice will end somewhere around seven thirty, seven seven thirty at night, and then just wake up the next morning, do it all over. So it's a out of season. It's a it's a little bit different. So we might have some runs in the morning, uh, some some conditioning or some speed work. Come back and get a lift in the av- afternoon, depending on the day. But our guys are at, at a normal school. You'll have lifting groups at six a.m., eight a.m., ten a.m., noon, two o'clock. Here it's 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 very different because they're very regimented. They they all have class throughout the entire day. They have mm-hmm. other responsibilities throughout the other day. So all of our workouts are either bright bright and early in the morning or, or all in the afternoon and we we really we we lift in in two big groups um we we have somewhere between 60 and 70 guys in each lifting group and we'll normally run in either 60 or 70 guys or the whole team at about 130 and you mentioned earlier that your own college experience at springfield college was almost like a, a military institution itself have you been able to bring any of that experience to your current position within so, an actual minute? Let me let me let me rephrase that. So it okay. The the focus here is uh, the whole school is on the military. Springfield College yeah. is not even close to like a military institution. I was comparing that like their whole focus is on military there. Uh, Springfield College is it the whole focus is on sports there. So it's gotcha. it's, gotcha. it's nothing like a military school. It was a normal college but everybody was just there was no business majors there was no gotcha. english majors it was all just sporting majors so yeah it wasn't i didn't go through a tenth of the stuff that our guys go through here during college oh no of course yeah. of course yeah so so tell me we've talked about i suppose your your duties on a day-to-day basis yeah. as, as the coach but on game day like what's your kind of involvement there i mean we've seen 
some strength and conditioning coaches in, in, in the past who have been employed as the get-back coach for, for the head coach when he gets overexcited. Is, is that something that you've been roped into doing or so what, what, what does game day look like for you on the sidelines? Yes and no. So so obviously we warm the team up, get them ready before the game. Then during the game, yes, it's 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 get-back control. Our, our players are are fantastic with it. Uh, we, we don't have any issue. We just, we constantly just get to remind them because guys get excited. They want to get closer to the action and then, Hey, back up. But that's our, our guys are fantastic with it. And, and coach Munkin is, is he is so in control of his own emotion, emotional state during the game that he's never going to be running on the field. And that I, I don't, I'll never have to correct him going on the field or going off the field. So that's, that's, we we do do get the get back, but we also uh, we do special teams callouts. So anytime it goes to second, third down, we're getting the punt team ready. We're getting the the punt return team ready or the field goal team, whatever it is, and, and just make sure that we have eleven so that the the special teams coordinator can can make a play call and send them in. And that doesn't so, yes, that doesn't no, sound ahead, stressful. Sorry. Yeah, that doesn't sound stressful, but that's a stressful thing to do. Is because you got you might have three guys on the field on defense or on punt block, so you, you got to tell remind you, you got to get guys that are all the way down on another bench to to make sure you get there. You got thirty seconds to do it. Get them in. Remind them, hey, you got to tell uh, Hammonds to stay on, and, and just it's stressful, but we manage it. Yeah, I mean, special teams is such a critical part of the game. I mean, it's a third phase, so it does. To be to be involved in that certainly it does sound stressful. And you you know, you talk there about the kind of the rough pat or the rough period during the season mm-hmm. where you're in two and six. Like how did you keep your guys motivated? How did you keep them focused and determined to, to finish out the season and keep going strong and all that good stuff that comes with as part of being a coach? I mean, losing games is hard and, and the, the these guys are used to hard things. I mean, you can see the thing behind me, the uh Post behind me, it says last of the heart. I mean, our guys are, they're, they're tough. They're mentally resilient. So just reminding them day in, day out, like, hey, push through this and there's going to be a light at the end of the tunnel. Push through this. We're going to win football games. Just remind them, we're a good football team. We're going to win football games. And and that turnaround, and, and you you felt it. I mean, we, we lost to, to UMass, and then we we go out and played, went out to, to Colorado, and and I think we were, um, and, and, Air Force is a is a well coached, tough, like hard working football team, just like Army. And I think we were twenty point underdogs. And and that mon that Sunday after we lost to UMass, I mean, you you could feel the intensity start rising. That our guys kind of put their mm. foot in the ground and said, "Hey, we're we're not going to lose another game." And, and and we really haven't. I mean, just the effort, the execution, the focus from our guys that entire week leading up to that game, and then since it, it, it's carried over. So if you just keep pushing through hard times. I mean, good things will happen. So the regular season has come to a close in terms of college football. Not quite for yourselves, but for the the rest of the. The rest of the uh, the college football landscape. You guys have one more game left. Yes, it's the I suppose it's 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 probably the the game that you circle every year. It's the Army Navy game. Um, how are preparations going for that? It's a it's a big one. Great, great, and and for us the the Commander in Chief's Trophy. So Air Force, us yeah. and, and Navy, it, it's on the line for us because if if we can win this game, we, we've gone two and zero in 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 that. Um, that kind of tournament, that that championship, and, and for us, that's that's the most coveted trophy on the planet. Is is that Commander in Chief's Trophy? So our guys are fired up. They're working hard. We're, we're practicing hard, and and really just meetings, lifts, 
practice. Our guys, our guys are focused. The, the energy, the intensity is there. And the intensity is going to be there on game day. We, we know that. I mean, walking into this game, you, you get on the bus to, to drive to this game before before we uh, we get there, and, and you can just feel the electricity. It, it, it's, it's, it's our Super Bowl. And they, we're going to spend more time trying to bring our guys um, – not their intensity down, but they're they're just not losing their minds with too much emotion. Trying to bring their emotional state down before the game, mm. more than anything else, because it's going to be there. There's going to be forty or sixty thousand people in the stadium. There'll be nine million people watching. Like they're going to be intense. They just got to focus. We got to focus on on knowing our assignments and executing those assignments really well. It's on in the the Patriots Stadium in, yes. in Foxborough, Massachusetts yeah. this year. So you'll be back on home territory a little bit. Yeah, I, I'm I'm really excited about that. I mean, I was a huge Patriots fan growing up. Um, went to a bunch of Patriots game. Was I was a uh, freshman in high school the first time that they 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 won the Super Bowl. So I was a fan all all growing up as a kid when when they were bad, and that, then the Patriots kind of took off. Um, but yeah, it's exciting. It's exciting because we're we're staying right in Boston where I grew up, and it's it's in Foxborough Stadium. So got a got a lot of family that's going to the game and then and a lot of people asked me for tickets and I said hey I'm out like that's that's where I'm at I mean I, I don't have they don't give me 80 tickets to be able to give away I get a certain amount is your is your dad coming down to cheer you on say yes. hi to Frank yeah so so it'll be it'll be uh my my, my dad my mom uh, my sisters and then my wife and her her family are also coming so that's awesome so like it's 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 a and it's it's right around Christmas time as well, so it's a bit yeah. of a, an extra special occasion. So, will you get any kind of down, any kind of downtime after the game, or what's what's next? Do you just keep working right on we, through? We'll get some downtime uh, once Christmas ends up hitting. We'll once the season ends, we'll have about a week of uh, what will non mandatory workouts if our guys want to come in. Um, then they'll get ready for finals, and then they'll have Christmas break. And during Christmas break, we'll uh, my wife and I and, and our our baby will try to get both to Boston to see my family and she's from Pennsylvania to see her family. And then we'll kick back up on January 5th and start training again. So it never stops. So, never. But like the, the black Knights are the reigning champions now after the game against Navy last year in Philadelphia, I think it was, I mean, is there any, and there's always a great, I, I've watched army Navy games before and there's always a great kind of atmosphere beforehand, but like, do you feel any additional pressure coming in as the reigning champions or is it just, is it just a kind of a, any other game? Let's just go out and obviously there's a bit more of an edge to it being that rivalry game for the bragging rights. But how, how, like, how do you like how do you feel about that? There's 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 no matter who won the last one, no matter what the records are of either team, and and we're both five and six right now. But no matter mm-hmm. what the records are of either team, that no matter who has more talent, that game is going to be decided in the the littlest smallest details the margin for error in that game is so small because we the, the, we have similar types of um offenses similar types of defenses similar types of players similar types of human beings that just it is going to be an all-out brawl whether whether one team's 11 and 0 and one team's 0 and 11 i mean it does it really doesn't matter you throw it all out the window because you got to execute on that one day because the emotions are so high it, it's unlike any other game we play throughout the year so it's 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 exciting and there's there's always the uh, the nice uniforms to look forward to, and I I, I believe Navy are going with the uh, the submarine themed unis yes. this year. So I'm excited to see what the what the the Black Knights rock out. I'm be keeping an eye out on ESPN to, for for a uniform reveal. It, we we revealed it uh, 
I think about a, a week ago. So we're going to uh, oh, really? represent. Yeah, the the third ID, um, and it's it's the uniforms look sick, and and it's it's our guys love that stuff. Um, for me, I'm just like, man, I want to win this game. Like it, <laughs> it is, I, I you can keep the gear, just let's win this game. That that's all, that's all I really care about. But I mean, it, it, it's awesome to be able to represent. So each each year we represent a uh, a different unit in the army, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it's it's awesome for our guys to be able to to kind of not only represent. Obviously, they represent the United States Army. Uh, they you, they represent this 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 academy, but they also represent. Um, whichever unit we're representing that year for this game. And it's, it's, it's a, it's a big deal for them to, to, to want to do well for, for those units also. Uh, and, you know, I mean, obviously it's, it's, it's going to be, the season is going to finish in a fantastic fashion mm-hmm. with this game. Our preparations already underway for next season. You're always kind of looking ahead and seeing what can be worked on, what can be improved on. How can we, how can we improve our record and get to a winning record or, you know, is, is it always little refinements for the future or is it live in the moment right now? So for, for, as a strength coach, I, our, our job is never, number one, it's never done, but it's, you, you mm. don't get the, the immediate reward of, Hey, this is, it, it, it's a long process. Everything we do, every, every goal we have, we know it's going to be, when we implement something, it's going to be three months, six months, maybe a year before we actually start to see physical changes, the development changes. Um, you'll see some quicker than others. They'll start learning some some mechanics quicker than others. But, I mean, to, to change someone's body, it takes time. I, I like to make the joke that I, I love cutting my lawn because I know I, I'm going to go do that job. And when I finish that job, it's going to be done. There's nothing like that in strength conditioning, like where I see the reward mm. immediately. It takes time. So as a strength coach, I'm, I'm always looking forward. I mean, I have my uh, my, my computer up over there, and, and I'm working on the, the winter phase. I'm working on the calendar coming out through what spring ball is going to look like, what what our summer training is going to look like. So you're always looking ahead, but in in what you're developing but but you have to stay in the moment right now for the players because because they're going to be focused on that right now and and we're all focused on 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 the game also but as a strength coach you're always looking ahead because you're you're planning out what the next phase like what we need to improve on this winter this spring this summer i'm gonna i'm gonna finish up connor i don't want to keep you any longer but i'd love to i'd love to get your thoughts on uh you mentioned you're you're a Boston man. You're a proud Patriots fan. I'm sure you've been pretty disappointed with the performance so far this season. So to be honest with you, and this is complete complete. Um, once my livelihood depended on 18 to 22 year olds playing a game, I I barely even watch the NFL at, at, at all anymore. It's just it's not. It doesn't have the same intensity the same drive for me yeah. to be able to and, and when i'm when i'm we work all sundays and when i'm home i'm, I'm not going to turn on the tv and, and watch the nfl i'm hanging out with my wife hanging out with my daughter so I, I i've seen things come up on twitter i've seen things come up on social media that they're not doing great but i mean it's i i honestly couldn't even tell you what the record is i couldn't tell you who their starting quarterback is it's not it's crazy. not it's not good oh man that's that's tough and and but i mean i had the best years coming up through through high school to college that was the 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 peak tom brady peak patriots yeah uh, it was it was elite it's at that gone, point it's gone it's gone downhill ever since i can tell you bill belichick is, is probably on his last legs of the patriots coach so uh, that's it, that's crazy not that's crazy to think it's crazy to think i would have never thought that because i mean he took them from from i mean they, they made the super bowl i think in 96 when i was really young and then they were they were bad for a while there and then i mean to the top of the nfl so it's 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 interesting he it, it, 
my uh, one of my first bosses used to say this. Uh, this was Bob Ford. He was the only head football coach the University of Albany had ever had there. He said, he said there's, there's two types of co- football coaches I- I- in the world. There's guys who have been fired and guys who are about to be fired. And that's it's just <laughs> funny that, that we're talking about Bill Belichick getting fired right now because 10 years ago, you would have never thought that. Yeah, it's, it's crazy to think that a man of his stature who is like who's done so much for football could be at yeah. the end of his tenure, yeah. not only with the Patriots, but as a coach in general. But look, Connor, I appreciate you coming on and taking the time. Um, I will definitely be tuning in to that Army-Navy game, provided I can get it over here. It's tricky to get to watch college football in Ireland. Oh, that's um, brutal. But, uh, I'm hoping you def- can. Def- definitely shouting for the Black Knights. All the best uh, for, for, for that game and indeed the future. And uh, yeah, talk to you soon. Take care. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you.